0: Get on the get on the
1: backyard the yard. I sell it with my. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio? El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo, you're tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos, your number is 877-374-7463, again that is 877-374-7463, or 877-37-GRIND. Those are your number to participate. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we're discussing on the uh, show today uh, that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that as well. Um, All we ask you to do is stay patient during the long breaks and long segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind... If you want to reach out to me or follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Sports Grind. And also, if you want to stream the show live... You can always leave comments uh, You can go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment Or you can go to my personal page, Facebook page You can stream the show live You can leave comments, I'll respond to them in real time If I don't, I'll respond to them later And also keep in mind If you ever miss any of the shows live You can always go to sportsgrindonline.com And if you are In an affiliate uh, market That is not an affiliate of ours through the terrestrial side Or you are but you're traveling You can always go and listen to to us by going to sportsgrindonline.com as well where you can just click the play button and then you just get me alright 877-374-7463 what's up Mr. Clark ready to rock and roll alright man so it's Wednesday so let's keep it moving here uh, day after uh, Valentine's Day so I hope everybody uh, enjoyed it and everybody um, did what they were supposed to do or what they were obligated to do by society, what they what we've been conditioned about, what this day's about, or yesterday was about. But hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, and I don't want people to think it's like sitting through a root canal for me, because it's really not. But I just feel like I just have to put in perspective really what the 14th is about. But we've got quite a bit to get to today, sports-wise. Okay, of course. You know, we got NFL news that we'll get to NFL just to let you know for our new markets and listeners, the NFL really dominates this show, 365. You know? Now, when we get into after the all-star break of the NBA and we start getting into really uh gut check time, I'll have all my data at that time, and then basically starting to break it down and saying this is what's happening. This is, And then, you know, your NBA and baseball. We'll cover baseball, but I usually let baseball to get up and going for a while before I start, you know, really nitpicking and seeing what's up with that. So just again, to I know there's some people that's been listening forever, but since we're in new markets now, just trying to get people to still get used to uh, how we do things between these three hours, okay? Uh, But, yes, we do have NBA that continues to roll on. Uh, speaking of that, um, well, first of all, I will say this. We didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday, but I did want to look at some of the buyouts uh, that we have on the books and kind of gauge where we think some guys might end up or who could use them. Um, So that's something I definitely want to get to And I know one thing I didn't spend enough time Because it was just one of those Free agency deadline days That we haven't really seen in NBA In a long, long time If not ever uh, the activity, so a lot of it was coming in real time and speed. And then on top of that, you know, you have a situation where as the Super Bowls gotten stretched out, stretched out, it fell in that same type of week or two getting prepared for the Super Bowl. So one of the things I feel, and, and, and I'm not the only one uh, probably uh, guilty of it. I don't want to say guilty of it, but probably just didn't, you know, hit me the way it should have because I don't listen to everybody in the media, but I, I pretty much know what's trending. Um the Kevin Durant to Phoenix Suns situation, I don't think that the I don't think the media and everybody made as big a deal as that. That probably that it was worth of making, because now that I think about it, and now that I've seen them back, you know, kind of with Devin Booker. Because keep in mind, they were really sitting pretty before Devin Booker got hurt. Then they went on a nose dive. But I think even when Devin Booker was there, you know, I believe before he got hurt. They had problems, and they weren't that they were not being that good on the defensive end uh that basically led them to a western conference and an NBA finals in the last couple of years. and a lot of that had to do with the chemistry with Aiden, which I still stand by that. but seeing them now back, you know with um you know Devin Booker and knowing KD, um you know look, <laughs> I mean and chris Paul it it has it 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 did a good shift. Of of really the Western Conference, especially considering the circumstances and where everybody's at right now. Um, if if Aiden buys in and he puts whatever to the side that he has with the organization, the front office with Monty, it can't be the front office because they paid his ass. So it can't be them. It has to be some disconnect with Monty or something. But if he can push that to the side, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem. Uh, because I do feel this is a better chance that KD ever had at Brooklyn in regards to proving the naysayers wrong. Cause let's not forget he is only in he only went to Brooklyn for one reason, and he's only in Phoenix for one reason, and that's to prove everybody that he wasn't the bus driver or whatever on the buses, Barkley put it, beating that he Pretty much helped Golden State win that title. Meaning, he is trying to erase from being the guy that was up three one and then end up losing, but then left to go join the team that beat him three. He's on a mission to do that. If not, his ass still be in Golden State, and the league would have been boring by now. So. With that, knowing that's still on his mind, this is his best opportunity to do that than it ever was with Brooklyn. That's what a happy Kyrie pre-tweet or whatever. When you talk about Chris Paul, and they've managed Chris Paul the way I think they should have been managing him the last two years he's been there. This is one of those, if anybody should be on the Uncle Dennis and Kawhi Lo management, it's Chris Paul because the last few years he'll break down when he gets into postseason. So to me, you know, if you look at what's going on with Golden State, which I, I'm i going to stick to what I say, I believe they just got to get in. But if you look at their problems, they're probably not as good as they were last year just off a of depth reason. There's a reason why they went out and tried to get GP2 back, okay? Uh, because he was a guy that was a catalyst of helping that defense go. Now, they were playing defense before they got him. But you have to understand, and I think that's similar. They've been able to cover it up. Because, again, when you talk about Clay, Draymond, and Steph, but let's keep it real, the Wiseman situation has kind of – they were able to get a championship because, like, of those Hall of Famers I named. But this Wiseman, what Wiseman was supposed to be for them, for whatever reason, whether he can't pick up the system, whether his work ethic sucks. I mean, it's crazy to see that he was even once demoted back to the G League. That has caused problems with them. But if you look at that situation and you look at the Clippers and all they really needed – speaking of they played last night, Golden State and the Clippers – if the Clippers can put some consistent games with their starting and their second team together, and I told you last week if they need about 15 games out of these, whatever games are left, uh, they need about 10 or 15 games where they've got everybody on deck to get some continuity. If they can do that, I still think that they're a threat and they're, and they're going to be a problem. But if you look at kind of where Golden State's at, and really where it's probably going to have to come from if they're going to go back to back or go to the situation, they're going to be coming from the middle of the pack or at the at the back. You'd have to look up there with a healthy and a committed DeAndre Ayton. Phoenix got a good look at this thing to get back uh, to the finals, and I believe the way that Phoenix Suns are structured, that is what is going to, I believe, cause problems. For the team in Colorado and the Nuggets And Mr. Joker Because when you get in a four out of a seven And you start looking at who's got Who's coming in with butter knives In regards to machetes and my, They don't even need to be machetes They can just be you know I don't know croco, croc, uh, Crocodile Dundee size Like a you know, knife. knife Yeah You know When he's like hey Mick, give him your wallet Why he's got a knife Oh that ain't no knife this is an oif. That one, they just got to have something like that. When you start getting into that, and you go and you're speaking of Denver, and you're going to come on, man. Devin Booker, okay, who does he cancel out? Katie, he cancels out the Joker, Chris Paul, I mean. He's gonna give you what he can give you, DeAndre Aiden, That's when you start. Like I said, there's teams, and I've seen the NBA. There's been history of teams in the NBA that are built for 82, and they will get up to get the one seed. They'll get the two seed. They'll be. But when it gets to four out of seven, it's a little bit different because you're seeing the same team. You already know what you're doing, and then it just comes down to Bros and Joes and execution. And look, I I mean, I have nothing. I would I'd be glad to have Mike Malone you know, win a trophy with Denver. It's not that I'm rooting against them or I don't think they can win a title. I mean, hell, Joker's going to win most likely the MVP for the third straight year. When, when Larry did that, Larry was in a situation where he was going to get a title, you know, when it came to that. He was getting a title when it came in the mix of that. So it's not really about the Joker or me hating on them in regards to the opportunity of, you know, if they can win it's just the way I have the structure and if if Porter was more consistent I could pretty much go ahead and see that I could be able to go ahead and see that if they were a little bit more you know consistency out of Porter so you got that going on so the NBA continues going we've got some news here in, in our region in the 210 okay uh you know we've got a former spur let's just put that out there former spur Okay, got arrested last night. I don't even know the details. I mean, I just saw this about an hour and a half, two hours ago that came across my radar. You know, but again, this is, and again, he's not on the roster. We're speaking of Brent Forbes. Okay, he was on that title team from Milwaukee, right? did he win a title with them? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so he's not with the Spurs anymore. Okay, but the reality of the situation is he was drafted by this team. So, me personally, it just goes back to what we went. You brought him up on the show the, yesterday about Primo, the situation with Joshua Primo. We still don't really know really whatever went down with that, and I've already had my theory about that, but there's no need to rehash it. It just makes you wonder, you know. When it's it, it's it. it when well, I'm gonna say it makes you wonder, that's wrong. That's that, let me take that back. That's not what I'm trying to say. I guess it just basically looks it's surprising, and again, it lets you know. Everything that we're seeing a custom happening to this team that plays in the two one zero. Speaking of the San Antonio Spurs, they just been in the news over the last couple of years for some things that you just really wouldn't think an organization like this would even be connected to any type of headlines. Like I said, I don't know why he got arrested. I think early on, or like domestic, something domestically. And I always take that with a grain of salt because I've always said this before. Things domestically um, – and when you talk about things like that, it can really, it, it can range from so much. You know, it can range from so much in regards to what happened, who was there, what, because I've told you, post OJ OJ, that rule, hey, especially in Texas, somebody calls nine one one, somebody going down. Okay. And that's just FYI for you listeners out there. That's that's a PSA alert. That's just letting you know. That it's just that. So when I hear these athletes are entertaining, hey, well, he's wrestling. I pump the brakes. I'm like, well, what happened? You know, if you're yelling, it depends on the neighborhood you live in. If you're yelling at the top of your lungs and you're going on, but nothing physical going on. But your neighbors basically say, hey, man, something's going on over there. Cops. That's a domestic. You know, type of call. You know, Now, of course, they've got to prove somebody was touched. But, again, my point is they they, they don't joke with this stuff, especially in Texas. They don't joke with this stuff. So we can maybe get into that as well. Uh, College basketball, um, definitely a lot of things happening with college basketball. We've got a big one tonight in the SEC, Kentucky and Mississippi State. I believe that game is tonight. That's a big one because that's Kentucky going on the road. Mississippi State has gotten some uh, key wins, and again, I've been talking about Kentucky pretty much on life support in regards to their opportunities to get into the Big Dance. I think that if you know this is the type of game tonight, that if they can't get a win on the road, and let's say we get into this, and there really, Kentucky would have to pretty much go and win the SEC tournament if they, because the only way you can justify putting them in is in regards to if you are in a situation where you're just going by brand name you're just going by brand. So 877-374-7463. Again, that's 877-374-7463. So we've got that going on. Tiger Woods is back in action tomorrow. He tees off tomorrow. Uh, This is a tournament I believe he's never won, Um, but he had a press conference yesterday. I know Jonas got some audio. We're not going to get into it right now, but before we get out of here today, I want to Play a clip of this because it kind of goes when I've had this conversation on air and I've had it off air and this is pre car wreck, um, you know, that pretty much almost cost his life. But I've always had a theory about Tiger Woods and I feel like this is his little exchange between him and the media member kind of pretty much justifies what I've been saying about what I think, a guy that I've paid attention to since Stanford, since the junior uh, U.S. Opens, you know, going on the first time in Masters and Augusta. So I've had a gauge to where I've never met him in my life, but I can just tell from a competitor from afar, um, and I usually got a good instinct on those things that I can just tell what makes those type of guys tick. You know, that makes those type of guys tick that what what they're accustomed to, especially guys that you see that come along in any sport that we're not accustomed to really basically seeing before and accomplish great things. There's a reason why, because they have a certain mentality and it's different. But we'll get into that as well. Also, eight, seven, seven, three, seven, four, seven, four, six, three. Also with college basketball, New Mexico State. OK. And. um I know we're out in La Cruz, Mexico, New Mexico. I know we reach out there. So, I I mean, I'd be covering this story regardless. Uh, But they fired their basketball coach, okay? And I'll let Jonas get into the details when we come back a little bit from break when we get in there because I went ahead. I mean, this is a story that's been developing over days now. Um, And it it revolves around a Hazen incident that took place. Um, But definitely reading this finally – in regards to the report and what was filed into the police complaint. It does tell me that, you know what, it's. I, I don't relate to it, but it also lets me know, too, in regards to the events that have taken place, that times have changed. You know, we are in a different times when it comes to that. 877-374-7463. You listen to The Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Pour something
0: in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up
1: All right, back here on the sports grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos, 877-374-7463. Again, that is 877-374-7463. Today's show is being presented by Dos Get a dose. All right. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. If you're looking to check on what's the latest new products that's coming in, if they're seasonal or you just want to order for same day delivery, make sure you go to SpecsOnline.com because the fun starts. Here. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of your Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so before we get into, I, I do want to get into the uh, Mexico State basketball situation here shortly, and then we'll circle to the NFL and then Tiger. But since we've got some um, people checking in early through Facebook Live, I'll respond to those questions before we get uh, lost in the shuffle. Um, Adam Martinez. Okay, says Calvin. Wanted to congratulate Ware and Howley for joining the NFL Hall of Fame. My boys are getting up there in numbers and representation in the Hall of Fame. Pretty soon, the boys might need their own wing. Um. Well, Adam, look, I don't know. First of all, Howley, who's who's that? I, that may is that an old cowboy or who who is that? Um, I'm not. Or is it a nickname I'm missing? I know who's talking about Ware, but um, who else is he talking about?
0: Well, he's talking about Chuck Howley.
1: Okay. Is that an old Dallas cowboy? It's former cowboy, yeah. Yeah, from what era? Uh, he was born in 1936. So what did he get on the exempt list? I, I mean, how the hell is out there? to 73.
0: Okay. I uh, think he's uh, part of the... Uh, the Because uh, remember, there's five from the modern era. Right. But there's a total of the class of nine. I think Howley's
1: on the rest of the class. Right. Okay, so... To me, I look, I don't think, who is it? I think it's the, is it the Steelers? I forgot the team, the franchise that has the most Hall of Famers in it. If I had to take a guess, I would say we look at either the Packers, the, the Steelers, and I would say a long shot dark horse. Before you tell me, I would think a long shot dark horse. Believe it or not, I think you would take a mixture from the Raiders, or the 49ers. But I think my guess would either be the Steelers or the Packers who have the most representation in the Hall of Fame.
0: Well, as we get ready for this year's class. Like look, going into this class, yes. Yeah. So so last August, I want to go to there because NBC Sports put a story out as to which teams have the most um, by team. And it's actually the Chicago Bears.
1: The Bears, you know, I was thinking about maybe putting them along. That's crazy. Oh, Hallis Hall, huh? Back to Adam's point. Um, D, where, and yes.
0: The, the, I, number, the mark, by the way,
1: really quick, is 34.
0: 34?
1: Yeah. 34 Bears in the Hall of 34 Fame. 34 Bears. Wow, uh, Packers
0: have 33. Yeah,
1: that's why I was kind of close on that. I knew it would probably be the Packers. you think the Steelers, but I should have thought about the Bears, but I didn't. But, Adam, yes. I'm always personally going to look at DeMarcus Ware as a Dallas Cowboy. Reality of it is, though, the pitchers, all I saw surfacing online social media, he had orange and blue. The, the person that had to put a ring on it. I mean, he was the all-time sack leader, I think, in Dallas history. I think he passed that before he left. But who had to put a ring on it? And that's the one thing I'll say, you know, the one thing Derrick got some similarities, I think, to the team down here on East Houston Street. You know, it's, once you get there and you play, even if you were drafted, it's hard. Like most guys, you can't get, you can't get free agents down here to play the Spurs. But the ones that they do or one that's drafted, when they stop playing, their ass hangs around here. They won't leave San Antonio. Like in Denver, Colorado, they're one of those that you play with them. Even if you're not drafted, you'll start open business. You don't leave from there. D-Ware, I'll I put you this way. D-Ware hangs out more at Dove Valley since he's retired and camp and all that showing up than he does over there at the Star. But he's always going to be at Dallas. But I, I, know, I think I knew where Adam was trying to go with that. But we, we, we know who had to put a ring on it. So, technically, Denver's going to count that one, too, as they haul. Because Denver's on a little nice Johnny-but-lately-come-on-the-hall-of-fame train here, too, which is a travesty that Mike Shanahan is. I mean, Dick Vermeil's in there, but Mike Shanahan's not. Robert Flores is in there, but Mike Shanahan's not. And Robert Flores needed a, a beer campaign. He needed a beer campaign to help Robert Flores get in there okay anyway i digress what do we have uh who, was that dante chicken Who's was that, that was that who's after adam all right let's go to dante chicken Cal, what's the best way to tell grandpa he can't live in his house anymore the once beautiful house that produced so many memories is now run down tenant, and there's faces everywhere i feel like that's where with the team down on east houston wow dante nice to put that put it that way um wow the grandpa, he can't live in a house. So, Dante wants to put the legend in a nursing home. That's pretty much what Dante's saying because in our community, that's one of the biggest debates like, you know, you ain't going to put Big Mama in the nursing home. We're just going to put her in the back room. Look, Dante, um, there's nothing you can do about it. You're you just you, – the people in this region, and I know they got Spurs fans all over Texas, but the people in the two-one-zero region that are diehard Spurs fans – This is the thin line that you play with because it has to do, it's like the perfect storm. It has to do with our city, what our city's about, small town mentality, only show in town, and then you have a legend that grows. You can't tell them anything, Dante. I mean, I've said this and you've heard, you've listened to the show over years. you've heard me have this take repeatedly. It's the same thing. It's, It's what Penn State went through with Joe Paterno. It's what, Florida State went through with Bobby Bowden, both small town communities, both multiple titles, both legends. You've got to deal with it. It's a thin line. It sucks. And yes, it's holding the Spurs back. Yes. But at the end of the day, this is a guy that's basically given to the city that is loved in the NBA. He's loved in this city. I mean, his popularity is not at an all time high than it was. I mean, I think he has a better approval approval rating than Uncle Joey. But but the truth of the matter is it's one of those situations where you're stuck with it, Dante, until he basically decides he doesn't want to do it anymore. And I and I'm a firm believer um, if his best friend, a.k.a. his wife was still alive, Pop would have left when Tim left. I think Pop is just a situation where like there's a void missing. There's a major void missing in his life. And if he steps away from the basketball, now you've got two major voids in his life. And a man at that age, what do you do? That's really what it's about. And I'm going to tell you this right now, Dante. That ping pong ball falls at number one. You might as well expect Pop to get a damn near five-year, seven-year extension. Because he, he'll be out there. He, Medicaid, will be, they'll be taking away Social Security and Medicaid. And Pop will still be seeing this one through. So if he gets the number one, I'm not anticipating him leaving anytime soon. That's just re- unless he's really burnt out. But if they get the number one pick and he gets another Frenchie coming on, and all he has to do is say, Hey, Tony, what are you doing, man? Come travel with me, man. We got your guy here. Come on the bench and see. You ever thought about that, Tony? And next thing you know, it's like, Hey, man, <laughs> they putting a, they'll be putting a statue of Pop out there, but his ass still be coaching. So that, but there's nothing you can do with Don. They Just ride it out. But we the, the Spurs are linked. The the meat of Dante's post right there on stream on Facebook Live is what we're talking about. That happened to Brent Forbes last night. He's not on this roster anymore. He's been off this roster for a few years now. But who drafted him? And who takes pride? But but who takes pride in the guys that we draft? Now again, I don't want to go in on this because I don't know the details. I ain't read the police report. And I don't go in on guys with domestic issues because that can mean anything. That can mean anything. So I'll give him his due process. 877-374-7463. All right. So let's talk about this situation that has transpired because we're coming to the meat of things in college basketball. Um, of course, these are not the things that we want to discuss on this show or I like talking about, but it's been a story and, and I've, I've kind of pushed it to the back burner because I'm like, okay, but now that I've got the details and now that there's a coach who's lost his job, I want to touch on this. So New Mexico state, okay. For those that haven't really paid attention to this, um, they had the rest of their season, the rest of the remaining games they had about five games left and they had them all canceled due to the fact of an investigation of a hazing incident that happened repeatedly uh, on campus with the basketball uh, team. Jones, do you have the details to that?
0: Yeah, and it's actually not so much just the hazing. No, I was going to get it's, to that. It is was, a lot combined. Yes. Um, so yesterday, uh, you know, the, uh, the the firing was official yesterday uh, of, of Greg Heyer, and you had... Um, I'm gonna make sure I get my guy's name right. Uh, University Chancellor Dan Arvizu. Uh, he had he held the press conference this morning, and Arvizu spoke at the conference. And this is according to the Albuquerque Journal. Uh, spoke at the conference uh, press conference this morning. Uh, that came days after a hazing scandal came to light that included allegations of false imprisonment and criminal sexual conduct. New Mexico State shut down its men's program basketball program earlier this week after a player filed a police report alleging ongoing harassment by teammates since
1: August. Okay, so the thing that, the, the thing that you kind of didn't touch on is what, and I want to touch on just what we know of now, the details of what they released. Okay, so we're talking about a few guys on a team uh, that basically, when we talk about hazing, whether this is a freshman player, whoever this is that they're hazing, we're talking about alleged allegations of them pinning this gentleman on the ground this young man i should say um stripping his clothes off um pretty much um grabbing his genitalia and pretty much that's it of the details they released okay Am I correct? Correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you I know you like to stay thorough on the facts, but that's what I've heard. Now, there might be other information come out. But before I give this take, I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, relaying this and articulating this correct. That's what we know as of now. Right, Mr. Carr.
0: I've got the press conference update. They did not. That, that's what i the, the transcript I went through this morning. That's not that wasn't covered in that. OK,
1: yeah, that Well, That's on USA Today. I think it's on the USA Today. And I think it's also on CBS. I think it was on CBS for report. But that's some of the details about this, what we're talking about. So to me I do feel cuz cuz and look this goes to the society when cuz first of all I don't I I played team sports all my life growing up okay um I was in a high school locker room I was in a middle school locker room um hazing has gone around since the day of time in sports now there's different forms to everything okay um I've been in locker rooms where there's been grab ass going on. That's what I call it. That's what I call it back during the day. You probably can't call it that anymore, but that's what you call grab ass. When you talk about details like that, um, I've never taken anything like that. It wasn't rampant. I know this generation, these kids a little bit different. Okay. Um, but due to the fact that there's been, and and rightfully so rightfully so, you know, because like I said, it breaks my heart, even even the fact that, you know, a story I think was circulating a few about that young girl. I think she was in middle school that they that that video that surfaced online. They shouldn't like she got hit with a ball in the head of water. They were bullying like a girl that's getting attacked by four or five boys. I think it was in middle school. The girl ended up committing suicide the next day. Just terrible. So to to me, there needs to be. A emphasis on bullying and hazing to this level and and i will tell you this also um really the social media is a big part of that as well you know it's even ramping it up more to hey well let's take this we're just going to go pick on this person because it's going to go viral let's share it while we just go beat up and pick up on this kid so yes we've been dealing with bullying way back when i was in middle school whatever even before social media was born but it's kind of added gas fire to the gasoline but my point in with this new mexico state thing and there's one thing to say this too yes I don't believe he was fired for that. I think that was the tipping on the iceberg. Now, they have a player that basically shot and killed somebody, okay, but hasn't been charged yet because it's been deemed self-defense up until now, the evidence we go. But you have this lingering over this coach's head as well, too, and I think that happened, Jonas, at the beginning of the year, I think.
0: Yeah, November 19th. Okay,
1: so you have that. That's, to me, really what they had to let go him for it and maybe shut the program because hey if that's the details now if something else comes up that's a little bit to the extreme okay if, if this young man was, was was sexually molested by his teammates I don't know what I'm going by what I've seen I would tell you in most eras maybe not now but a coach wouldn't lose his job just for that the the guys that got dealt with that would be up to a coach be like hey you kick the guys off the team or you come you know whatever Because, again, that is stuff that what they've leaked out, that is stuff that has gone on before that is usually don't come with those particular charges until we're in this day and time. But I think basically this under the investigation of a player that actually took someone else's life, whether it was in self-defense or not. And keep in mind, this is a first-year head coach. He's only, I think he's only, he's 47, I think, 47 years old. It's a first year coach. And their program hasn't been that good for a long time. You know, it it regards into the sports Um, football or basketball. But what what's sad, though, is you got to look at. I mean, they got one kid that's one of their best players. He's going in the transfer portal because of this. He's already talked to his family and he released a statement just saying, I'm a guy of morals and, and the standards. You know, I want to wish the university the best. Thank you for the opportunity, but I got morals I got to live up to. I've, I've, this is not what I stand for. I feel bad for those other kids on the team that didn't partake in this, that are juniors or seniors. Because five games is five games, man. That might be the last five games you play in your life competitively in basketball. So I feel for those, but it just show that I think, and I'm not complaining against it because it's a good thing, but I think there is going to be a full press, okay? And I do feel the pressure of what you want to call high tech, social media. They're going to be held accountable in regards to how social media is used to the youth. And then I also think that there is going to be a zero tolerance for what we've grown, some of us have grown up to accustomed to, of initiation and hazing because you've got some teams that haze like hey man you're gonna carry you're gonna go get donuts every i mean they do it at the nfl level you're gonna get donuts every day you're a rookie or you're gonna take my clothes to the laundry once a week because you're the rookie your rookie year we're gonna tape you we're gonna shave your head there's been certain things that haze but sometimes what we've seen in the last 10 years and even at the college level even maybe sometime at the pro level but we've seen certain amount of hazing taken to another level and I think we're in a society now where everything's caught on camera, everything's shared, everything's talked about, and things are a little bit more – there's a lot of things that's not going to be tolerated. But I believe that, Coach, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. That's my opinion. 877-374-7463. All right. So switching gears back to um, the National Football League, and we'll kind of transition into that. Um, it is official. Uh, Derek Carr has been released. He's a fr- official free agent. We've had these discussions on the show about him in the last week or two. On Monday I came in here and said, "Hey, you know, I give him a lot of credit in his agent. You know, he's done everything. I'm not a huge Derek Carr fan I used to be. I mean, when he came out of Fresno State, I you know, I remember arguing with my co-host back then that, you know, dude, it's not just about the system in Fresno State. I think Derek Carr can play and I think he's better than his brother. So I defended Derek Carr a lot in his early years, but as a veteran, got along, and he went through some circumstances. But I did say Monday, I said, look, he did everything the Raiders asked him to do. He's been the guy that's carried the Raider with pride. You know, he, he didn't hire John Gruden. He didn't hire an NFL Network college analyst as the GM and Mike Mayock. He didn't make the decision to go through three or four different offensive coordinators. So you know what? He did the right to say, hold on, man, I, I didn't cause any controversy. I took the high road, and when you benched me the last two weeks, hell no, I'm not going to agree to any type of trade. I'm going to call your bluff. Either you're going to pay me that $43 million, or you're basically going to have to just waive me and let me see what I can get on the open market. And I gave him credit for that. Now, the question I got, and we can kind of get into more of this when we get back from the break, is for one, what is the number? What do we think that his value is at on this market? Considering this draft coming up, considering the other free agents that might be quarterbacks and i don't even know who those are considering the fact that aaron Rodgers could be on the move what is Derek carr's value we'll talk about it when we get back you listen to the sports grind today's show is being presented by dosecki's get a dose we are broadcasting here from the hazel sky online studios calvin casey jonas clark producing spinning the one and twos we'll be back When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need.
0: A dose of perspective. Dos equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York.